It's Olympics time. We all admire professional athletes for their dedication to training. But did you know nutrition also plays an important role in helping athletes reach peak performance? Welcome to the Nutrition Tidbits podcast. This is Gloria Sang, editor in chief for HealthCastle.com. Joining me today is board-certified sports nutritionist Tara Guides. Tara is the national spokesperson for the American Dietetic Association. She's here today to give us a glimpse on how Olympic athletes use food to gain maximum performance. Thank you for joining me, Tara. You're welcome. It's, I'm glad to be here. Now, when most people think of sports nutrition, they often think about protein, but carbohydrates really the key here, isn't it? Yes, carbohydrates and protein are both very good for athletes. Carbohydrates are actually your body's preferred source of energy, and protein helps to build and repair muscles. So you want to make sure that you are getting enough carbohydrates so that you can spare the protein. We call it protein sparing, so that you can spare that protein to build and repair muscles, and the carbohydrates then are used for energy. So they're both really important. So are there any golden rules of how much carbohydrates an athlete should need? Um, it's, it, it really depends on the body size and the sport of the athlete. Um, so just having, you know, at least about 45 to 65% of your uh, calories coming from carbohydrate, and athletes really should be more like the, the, the higher end of that range, more like 60% of your, um, of your calories coming from carbohydrate. That's good to know now. Since you're talking about different sports, one of my most favorite events to watch is the women's marathon. I'm always amazed at how they can sustain peak energy for such a long period of time. So are there any differences in nutritional requirements for power athletes like 100-meter sprinters versus endurance athletes? Yeah, endurance athletes really are their own special breed of athlete, and they really have specific nutrition requirements. Um, and not to say that that sprinter isn't, you know, it isn't necessary for them to focus on nutrition because it is important, but the endurance athlete needs to make sure that, that hydration is key and that they are also getting some sugar and some sodium um, coming in because they're sweating so much and they're burning so many calories and they're, they're re really depleting their glycogen stores, which are your, your glucose stores, your energy stores. Um, they're depleting that during those endurance events. So you want to make sure that you are getting some, you know, some sports beverage along the way um, or some gels or something like that that are going to have some sugar and some sodium to keep you fueled for that long endurance. Now, so what should they usually eat, you know, let's say four to five hours prior to the marathon race? Mm -hmm. Well, you want to make sure because you, you want your glycogen stores to be as full as possible when, you, when your toe is on the line. So you want to make sure that you have high-carb um, meals, really uh, even a couple of days to a couple of weeks before an event, especially like the Olympic marathon. Um, it's very important. Then the morning of, you also want to make sure, because overnight you depleted some glycogen by breathing and heart pumping and all that, mm -hmm. so you want to make sure that you are topping your glycogen stores off by having breakfast. So I encourage having a nice mix of carbs and protein and with primarily carbohydrates to make sure that the, the glycogen stores are, are topped off. And really low glycemic um, carbohydrates are going to give you more lasting energy. So not something that's real high sugar, but something that's going to give you more sustained energy. It's good to know. Now, speaking about eating before competition, I often heard people debating at the gym whether you should eat before workouts. Are there any mm -hmm. golden rules on that? 
Yeah, absolutely. You often hear people say, oh, you'll lose weight if you exercise in an empty stomach. And the opposite is actually true. You are going to train your body to hang on to whatever fat you have if you exercise in an empty stomach. So, you know, same thing as that Olympic athlete, even for the recreational athlete, you need to make sure that you're fueling yourself the right way and those low glycemic snacks. So something that has a little bit of fiber and or protein in it along with the carbohydrates are going to be a good low glycemic snack. So maybe, you know, some nuts or a bar that has some fiber or protein, a piece of fruit, a yogurt, just a half a sandwich, just something to give you some energy before you do that workout. And you'll find that you actually burn more fat doing that and are able to build muscle at a little bit faster rate. Great information. Now let's move on to you know a famous supplement, creatine. Any scientific evidence that shows creatine supplements can actually enhance sports performance? Yeah, um, creatine has been shown to improve strength and assist in really super high intensity um, exercise. But for most people, it has no effect on endurance. Um, so it might help with a little bit of power. So if you are a weightlifter or you're really looking to add some more bulk, then creatine may help you. And the good news is that the safety um, studies so far show that, that it's safe, but we really don't have any good studies on long-term effects, and it's not appropriate for under, anyone under the age of 18. So I know a lot of high school weightlifters are trying to use it, and it's really we don't have studies on it. Um, for you know people in their teens, so I really would would caution against that. Great to know. Now, Tara, what resources out there do you recommend our listeners to find out more about sports nutrition? Uh huh. Um, well, if you're looking for a sports dietitian to help you, I would go to www.scandpg.org, and that is the um, Sports Cardiovascular and Wellness Nutritionist. That's a group of sports dietitians in the country, and you can click on Find a Dietitian in your area. You can type in your zip code or just even your city and find a dietitian. The other resource that I really like is the Gatorade Sports Science Institute, and that's gssiweb.com. They have some great handouts and resources. As far as books, um, Nancy Clark's Sports Nutrition Guidebook is wonderful, and then we also have um, the Ultimate Sports Nutrition Handbook, which is written by Ellen Coleman and Suzanne Steen, which are both wonderful resources. Thank you very much, Tara, for joining me today. You're welcome. Thank you. We've been talking to sports nutritionist Tara Guidas. For more healthy eating tidbits and information about this show, go to healthcastle.com.